You are listening to the K-Popcast. The K-Popcast is a podcast which provides song recommendations, reviews, and deconstructions within K-Pop. I am joined by my recurring show host, resident K-Pop B-Boy in the building. It's Supermatic. What's up, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there tonight? Thank you so much for having me, Peter. And yeah. of course, I am joined here by my gracious co-host dj peter Lowe. hey what's going on everybody supermatic what are we going to look at for this episode we are going to be going over some of our top picks of the week highlighted by a review of minzy and then i believe we have a uh, special giveaway going on that's right that's right so let's go right into our top picks for the week we've called it cream of the k-pop at least that's what we called it last week i think we're agreeing that we're not really sure about that name yeah okay okay so basically it's our segment where we review spotlight the top picks which might not be on the top of the charts but Mm -hmm. worth listening to worth buying quite frankly but we need a better name for it so if you got a better name recommendation for this segment we will give you minji's album yeah her new one work oh one uno that's right so if you got a recommendation the one that inspires us the most or is the best recommendation for the segment we will take and we'll mail you an album absolutely just give us a tweet or email us or Facebook us or whatever, <laughs> just get in touch with us and we will uh, let you know. So what was your top pick for the week, Supermatic? All right, so one of my top picks starting off, we've got an interesting new release from Kissum. Now, many of you who may not be familiar with Kissum, she's primarily known for her rapping ability and she's a uh-huh. great rapper. Yeah. But this is more of a mid-tempo kind of ballad song from her, which yeah. is why it was really interesting to me to see Kissum in a different element. Basically, the song is called Sleep Tight and it features GB9, who's a great vocalist in his own right. Mm-hmm. And Kissum and GB9 in the video, it's basically one long, nice romantic date. And the whole concept of Sleep Tight is just embracing this whole new love and like <laughs> going out of your way and trying new things basically taking a chance on love <laughs> taking a chance on ballads quite frankly yeah. i'm not used to taking them chance mm-hmm. on ballads, but matt you're opening my eyes <laughs> i appreciate that top pick i wouldn't have noticed it unless until you called it out yeah it was interesting to me too because i saw a new release from kiss em. oh what are you gonna rap about this time and then boom i'm hit with her singing It's a great, refreshing take. So give it a listen, yep. people. Mm-hmm. All right. So my top pick was Healin. Actually, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Healin was bumped because uh, this other song I just discovered right before you came here today. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry, Healin. You're great and all. But like this new group, Double Eight, and their song Booster. Booster, 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 booster. <laughs> yeah. And as we were joking earlier, maybe they're Pokemon. You can only say the name. No, but that's the yep. name of the song. Mm-hmm. So it is hella dope for sure i'm I feeling mean, it and i only listened to it just once yeah I, I think it's so funny so in the description of the music video mm-hmm. it's in korean so i i'm oh. taking it loosely from the korean translation through google translate <laughs> but it says that it is an addictive song that combines ratchet beat based electric sound <laughs> interesting okay. and you can describe that you can use that description to describe my favorite taste in k-pop so ratchet beat with electric sound. <laughs> I, am I ratchet, Matt? Mm. No. Uh, you know what? 
I am the guy who will be, you know, getting hella hyphy the E40 <laughs> in the car as I wear like Banana Republic in my, you know, and I drive into suburbia. So not exactly ratchet, but I like ratchet stuff and ratchet bangers, clangers, slamming ban, slamming jamming banger clangers, <laughs> like double eights booster is worthless. And give them a listen, guys. They they have like zero views on YouTube. I'm not even kidding. Like, they are unknown, so please. Yeah, I think uh, right before we started this, you were looking into them, and they debuted in 2015? I didn't even know about that. It's yeah. been two years already. If they can do stuff like Booster, then how come they don't have more fans and more views? Yeah, What was your next topic? Well, my next topic is actually from another relatively new boy group. This is their first comeback after they debuted not too long ago. We are talking about SF9 and their latest comeback release of Easy Love. And Easy Love is an interesting departure from their debut track, which we reviewed not too long ago, called Roar. Yeah. And Roar would fall into your clanger banger <laughs> classification with your type of sound. <laughs> yep. With Easy Love, it's interesting because SF9 still is able to pull off what one thing they do really well, which is their choreography and dance, but the track itself is more mid-tempo, but it still keeps kind of that like upbeat pace of being a general dance track, and the lyrics are pretty interesting. It, it's On one hand, it could be interpreted as like losing love, and on the other hand, it could be like interpreted as loving someone so much that it hurts. Yeah, I think it's so funny. So usually when we look for a breakup romance song, we mm-hmm. expect, you know, a bromance over alcohol, right? <laughs> yes. But you know what, guys? This is K-pop. So instead of having a bromance over alcohol, we're all gonna dance. Yep. <laughs> it's a great song. I love the. I mean, it's a, it's a basic chord progression, but I just like it. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and the uh, guitar, the company get guitar. Yeah. Listen. All right, and my final topic, our final topic for this week yes. from DJ Pilo is another banger clanger, <laughs> and it's Miso's KKPP, mm-hmm. not PPAP. But <laughs> this girl from the group Girl Girl, mm-hmm. or Girls Girls, Girls Girls, <laughs> she's like the Hiena of this girl group. And the song, it is so dope. And, you know, music purists would say, like, oh, this song is overproduced. Dudes, like, I like ratchet beat-based electric sound. <laughs> and that's what this is. It's ratchet beat-based electric sound. Sure, it's overproduced, but it sounds really great. And <laughs> Miso, her voice in this, she's got that same, like, whiny attitude quality that Hiena has. Mm-hmm. And she has its stardom look in all her facial expressions in the song. And you feel the personality just listening to her sing it. This is right up there with CLC's Hobgoblin. Mm. Four minutes, hate, you know, crazy. It's in that same vein. Mm-hmm. So if you like that, you will like this. <laughs> uh, what's the other word that you like to use for this kind of thing? Twerkalicious? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for all the claps? Yes. Yeah, it's got good claps. It's a good mix between like acoustic claps and <laughs> banger beats. Put your hands in the air. 
those actually familiar with Four Minute will actually recognize one of the songs. Yeah. Or one of the samples mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, it's been drawing a lot of uh, comparison to Four Minute's Canvas, and I could definitely see it. Uh, well, I'm pretty sure we're both familiar here with the, the song Canvas. It's got a same, like, pretty much the same sample uh, during the chorus. So if anyone is not familiar with it out there, feel free to check out a Four Minutes Canvas song and then compare it to Miso's KKPP, yeah, and you'll hear that very similar sounds. I, I mean, it's undeniable. It's just the pitch sped up mm-hmm. and distorted. Yep. <laughs> so. Like, it's still a great track in its own right. Yeah. If you like one song, you like the other. No, mm-hmm. they're very different feelings. <laughs> but they're both great. And I, mm-hmm. I especially love the Miso version. Check this girl out. Yep. But who's the queen? How many queens can we have in K-pop? We have too many queens in K-pop. <laughs> but who's the queen? Who's the girl we're taking a look at for this episode today? None other than Minzy herself, formerly 21. <laughs> So let's dive in. Is Minzy's Nenano Daybok or not? Well, I think there's different ways we can go through this. What actually happens in the music video, Supermatic? I don't know if there really was supposed to be a storyline, but I mean, from what I can remember just from all the different times I've watched the video, just a bunch of different back and forth scenes of Minzy either dancing in front of mirrors or she's with her posse just looking really serious like they're about to run up on your block. (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, I want to say those are the same mirrors that Taeyeon used Mm. (laughs) in her song I Got Love. Oh. Right? Oh, oh. Wasn't that obvious? Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. uh, But I kind of wanted to say, like, isn't that obvious to everyone else? Like, she's the same (laughs) set? But okay. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, it's very possible. (laughs) Yeah. Recycled sets are not too uncommon in (laughs) K-pop. So she's got her crew. What Mm -hmm. else? She's kicking it in like some in front of either a theater or somewhere that sit, that has a sign that says paradise, but like in Spanish, which is paradiso. Yeah. So I I'm not really sure to be honest. It just he seems kind of like a bunch of different settings clipped together into one music video. To be honest, with flow sick. Yes. Um, does it mean anything? I don't think so. Right. Probably not. Okay. But what what do you think they were trying to show with this title track? Uh, well, I mean, it's understandable, or at least for me, what I could see them going for, because Minzy was, to a lot of fans, especially a lot of Blackjacks or just 21 fans in general, she was seen as, like, kind of the dancer. So I think they wanted to, like, showcase her dancing abilities here, but then also complement that with her vocal abilities, her, her, like, her talent to basically how she's multifaceted, how versatile she is. But that said, I feel like, it didn't live up to the hype. <laughs> yeah, in terms of what they were set out to, mm-hmm. to try to accomplish with this. So I, I want to cite uh, Jacques from Idolator, or his article on Idolator. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacques, Jacques Arcady of the Arcady Blog fame notes that while CL has been promising a solo album for years, her ex-bandmate Minji uh, has beaten her to the punch. And, you know, he, he remarks that the 23-year-old has teamed up with a slew of producers from America and Europe for the project, giving it a very Western sound that should be familiar to 2NE1 fans. So that's what we're hearing in this. Mm-hmm. And this song, I you say that they're trying to show her singing ability. 
it's almost the same note yeah for her throughout so i if that was their intent with this title track they did not deliver on showing her singing ability Mm -hmm. dancing ability yes yeah and that plays in her sweet sweet spot and the song is pretty heavily produced mm-hmm. so what what did you think of the audio score in terms of the concept itself so the audio is probably the part of the whole package that i am feeling the most there's a section of the song i believe it's the pre-chorus which has yeah. a really nice build-up at least to me like i like the way that it builds up and minzy's vocal ability like the way that it it leads into that bass drop and the before she starts singing the chorus and, where and she repeats so funny because i have to disagree with you completely there. oh really because if i could change up the song i would hmm. say take that pre-chorus part out really <laughs> because that pre-chorus is a different feeling from the rest of the song oh. Oh, that's true, actually. Because she starts going on... That's where the actually you actually hear the variance mm. in, in her voice, but it's thematically different from the rest of the song. And I want just a slamming, jamming, <laughs> banger, clanger. You want your ratchet bass beat <laughs> electronic <laughs> sound. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And there are other songs on her, al- on her album mm-hmm. which spotlight that ability more. And Definitely. maybe they, they just put it in there to have showcase some of that variety for a title mm. track maybe if i had to speculate but i think to me it disrupts the flow of the song and i would have oh. used the actual chorus as the pre-chorus Ooh. and then for the chorus have something that changes up the cadence of the percussion or the or the or the wobbling bass mm. so instead of going because right now the chorus is just a steady beat the mm-hmm. boom 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 i would have i don't know had something that goes boom 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 it's something that changes it up so it's not a steady beat yeah okay and not a four you know four on the floor beat so something that has more of like head explosion when is the beat beat drop and like that's when the beat drops and the funny thing is is that the chorus for the song it's actually pretty heavy on the bass like you i've been listening to it in my car and like no shame in playing this song loud because it's, <laughs> it's like oh yeah it's it's <laughs> it's it's a sick deep heavy bass mm. but uh it's not the beat drop mm. if that makes sense I it's can see the build for the d- beat drop okay I, I can see where you're coming from i don't know maybe it's just for me because like i i guess that's just the sound that i've become accustomed to or like the style or the the way that they structure so some songs I guess I'm just well, part I, of the boat that enjoys that that build up to that change. Yeah, and I, I will say that pre-chorus does sound very 21, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, maybe that's why I like it. <laughs> yeah, but this is Minji. Mm-hmm. This is her chance to do something different. Yeah, and I want to see Minji's brand more, mm. which I think, by and large, they mostly deliver on with this album, with this EP. Yeah, that's true. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, I mean. Maybe that whole idea of that pre-course having that 21-ish sound as opposed to have it be like Minzy entirely on her own. You showed me that video where they where she did an interview, right? Oh, yeah. And it, she was talking about the album and all the work that went into it. I could have sworn there's a part there where she mentions that she drew on influence both from all her fans from 21 as well as like her fan, like fans of her. So that's probably like a way of blend, trying you, to blend you, both. You can't, you can't take Minji's song, her album, in isolation without taking into account her history with 21 yeah exactly i mean that that's inevitably tied into this no matter how you listen to this Mm -hmm. i think maybe for those who are just getting into k-pop for the first time maybe they can but i mean we all know her for 21 exactly 
I mean, 21 as a group, they're up there as far as like the groups or the queens of K-pop or who we, we he who we would consider as like the queens. <laughs> right. So how would you actually rate it in terms of one to five score for the audio song portion of the song? <laughs> Honestly, it was a little tough for me to think about the score I was going to give it because as you know, when it first came out, I was really feeling it. I was really enjoying it. But then the moment that I set my hype aside, <laughs> gave it a f- few more watches and listens with more of a critical lens, I ended up giving the song a three. Because like, even though it's not fully disappointing at the same time, it's just I wish I could have given it so much higher than a three because this is Minzy and I wanted to enjoy it more. Yeah. But as far as title tracks go, this is one of those where like, if it comes up, maybe I won't skip it. I'll bob my head to it, but I don't know if it would be one of my go-tos if I'm looking for a jam to play. Well, I will say that it's an addictive song that combines ratchet beat based <laughs> electric sound. So, um, I'm sensing a theme with you, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I chose all these songs today to go with the same thing because it's what I like. If I could change up that pre-chorus, mm-hmm. I would like the song more. I would yeah. give it a four or more for the song. It doesn't have to be a technically difficult or a fantastic elastic song mm. in that respect, in terms of its pure musicianship. But if it's got that combination of ratchet beats and electric sound... <laughs> then that's all it takes to make me happy. Mm. So I'm going to give it a 3.75. Oh. I think as Jack points out, it's a very safe song for a Western crowd. And quite frankly, disappointing for true K-pop aficionados, right? Mm. But it's it's pretty dope for the build. It's just missing a slightly stronger drop and a change in the pre-chorus. And Flow Sick, I think, is okay. It doesn't distract too much. I might have moved the Flosic wrap up sooner, but mm. I think where it is works. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Flosic definitely. Uh, I feel like he did a good job. If anything, his verse was probably one of the, I don't know if I want to say highlights, but probably one of the parts of the songs that was most memorable to me. Yeah, to me, I, I don't I don't think it stood out to me like I'm going to remember the song for Flosic. I'm going to remember it for the production value in the instrumental. Hmm. So okay. what did we think of the concept? And this concept is inclusive of everything. It's... Mm-hmm. You know, what we thought of the looks, what we thought of the dance, what we thought of the music video, et cetera, the theme. The whole aesthetic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what did this mean to you, Matt? Again, for me, like, I just, I wanted so badly to like this more than I do because, one, it's Minzy and I wanted to support her, especially with the whole history of 21 and how, like, things went. That said, the, the music video itself, while I can appreciate the production value that went into it, I mean, it's clear that uh, music works. I believe it's her label now. Uh, they put a bit of money into this. Maybe not as much as other big labels, but... Well, as much as this label could. Yeah, as much as they could spend. And uh, I can appreciate the scenes of, like, Minty dancing. Like, they did a good job of having her with dancers, or with backup dancers, and highlighting her dance skills. That said, I just... I was kind of puzzled at the other randomly inserted scenes of, like, her with her posse, and then, like, them being shown on TV. So... I want to caveat that until recently, I was a 21 Blackjack. And mm. on, on 21, Minji was my second favorite, CLB my first. Ah. Okay, so th- this is the background that I'm, for some listeners, are operating under. Mm-hmm. Okay. When she had all those backup dancers and her posse, it was difficult to tell who the star was mm. because she gives that same look throughout the entire music video. 
Yeah. So there's no stardom quality for Minji or Minzy here to separate herself from all the others. As we saw with uh, Miso, right? With mm-hmm. her song, KKPP, yeah. she is animated in her facial expressions and her emotion in it. In this, Minji is just kind of looking at you with a slight head tilt with the slightly pursed lips kind of, what's the word? Disinterested. Mm. And that's the only look I get from her. <laughs> yeah. This entire thing. If she's going to be a star, if she's going to be an idol, she needs to provide that stardom quality. Like stand out more. Yeah. And to stand out more means to add more character and to give it more personality and the way you sing it and the way you showcase yourself on stage. Mm. When you listen to, and I, this goes all the way back to To Anyone's Please Don't Go. You know that song? It was one that, you know, Minji did with CL. Mm -hmm. And even though the two of them have equal line distribution and they both sound great on that song, CL's a standout, both in terms of just listening to it. You can tell that CL has more emotion in the song. And also, if you watch any of the live performances of them doing Please Don't Go, like CL's the one jumping around on stage. Yeah. You know, Give commanding more of the spotlight, whereas mm-hmm. Minji doesn't do that. Yeah, she so. needs to break out of her shell, like not not play it so safe, like they did with this title track. Well, I will say that she does her dancing well, right? But she needs to pay attention to the face. Yeah, she can do it. Mm-hmm. She really can. And you know, I think if she delivers on that, things will be really different for for Minji going forward. And we heard on her other songs on this album. Mm-hmm. Even though and and as Jack rightly points out, you know, there's a lot of American European producers, right, mm-hmm. on this album. And a lot of it is really safe for the western crowd, but she demonstrates the potential to do more. I think through the samplings of her other songs. Right, that's that's the word I was going to use earlier, like potential. potential. Yeah. I could see it there. I just it's not quite there yet. <laughs> right. Okay. So again, just like the audio, how would you rate it one to five for the concept? Concept, I think I was a little more generous only because I enjoyed seeing Minzy dance again. Like it was really nice and really refreshing to see as someone who followed her and followed 21. But again, that's just one part of the whole concept. I kind of wish that overall as a package, they did more than just focusing so much on what we already know Minzy can do. So that said, I gave the concept a score of a 3.25. Only because, like, again, production value is evident in the music video. I just wish that we saw more than what we already expected. Yeah. This was an opportunity for her to break out of her shell even more so. Mm -hmm. She is completely unhampered, right, from her other band members in terms of, like, oh, I need to fill this niche to complete the wholeness of the group. Mm-hmm. This is a chance for her to do whatever she wants, right? To do the whole package and the complete picture. And instead, we were delivered a niche and something that was safe and that was something that was a single note throughout. And I know we're talking about the concept score, but that's yes. kind of what I'm using to, to mm-hmm. describe it as a whole. I looked for times when she wasn't giving us that same face. Mm-hmm. There's like a quarter second <laughs> where you can see her doing the hair toss as she's going back up and you can see her smile (laughs) and that was it yep like this was your chance girl to be like miso or to be like cl and not to exactly be like those girls completely not like kiana or these other girls but like 
to bring your own personality. And as we watched in this interview with her, mm-hmm. with Minji behind the scenes, and as we saw her dance studio and stuff, like she was giving us more personality in that interview than we got in this song. Yeah, for sure. We could have gotten that personality from you, Minji. So what when you're being a badass, Minji, what does that sound like? <laughs> That's what I want to hear. And girl, I know you're capable of doing it. Same, honestly. Like you're, yeah, taking the words right out of my mouth, Peter. <laughs> right. Oh, so for my audio score, or for my concept score for this, I have to give it a three. Mm. It's right there in the middle. It doesn't disappoint too greatly. There's already a lot of hype and expectation there knowing where she comes from and what she could have done. I think she did provide at least some semblance of a brand for herself in this, and we can get more. You can give us more, girl. We're hungry. We're thirsty for it. (laughs) Okay. So on the whole for this song, Mm -hmm. is it Daybok or not? (laughs) And Supermatic, how would you rate it? Well, as much as it pains me to do so, I'm going to, if we're just talking about Ninano exclusively, I'm going to have to say it's a not. I mean, it's, it's decent. It's enjoyable, but I wouldn't necessarily call it like, oh, Daybok. Like, you know, like it's not, woo, like right up there. The caveat to that though, that I will say I'm glad I decided to go ahead and check out the rest of the album. Yes. The rest of the album, I will say, is pretty solid. The album yeah. as a package, I would probably give a day buck. I just, I wish Ninano was a stronger title track to compliment it. It's so funny because I feel like everyone who's been covering this song and paying attention to the song is saying the same thing. Yeah. Or close to the same thing. Jacques goes so, as far, so far to say as like, don't even bother the album because it's so safe Western. <laughs> but I would say, get it. Mm-hmm. It's, if you like this direction of the sound it's worth buying the album for sure it's worth submitting a song name <laughs> for a segment on a podcast yes. to win a copy of the album it's oh, at least definitely. worse worth that much <laughs> yeah at least <laughs> for this song in particular is it debak or not is it worth buying the one dollar and 30 cents i think so Ooh. so i have to give it barely a debak oh <laughs> but still it's still a debak <laughs> yeah so one one day back, one not mm-hmm. from us. Well, Ninji, <laughs> honestly, we're cheering for you, girl. Oh, yeah. I mean, even though I gave her a nod, I'm still pulling for her. I'm hoping that she'll just get better from here. <laughs> yeah. And there's great producers on this album. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like Jay Park is on this mm-hmm. album. <laughs> the Groovy Room. Groovy everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Producer tag. Uh, these are songs that we recommend you check out. Mm-hmm. And so uh, let us know if you've got a better name than uh, Cream of the K-Pop and that <laughs> album can be yours. Yep. All right. So that's it for this episode of the K-Pop cast. Where can people follow the K-Pop cast online? So we do have a Twitter account, just at the K-Pop cast, T-H-E, and then K-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. You can also hashtag K-Pop cast to st- uh, join the conversation with us. Yep. And then we also do have our own individual Twitter handles. You can find me at Supermatic, S-O-U-P-E-R-M-A-T-I-C. And I'm at DJ Peter Lowe. Yeah, we're pretty ruthless with what we included for this episode. <laughs> like, I was so close to including Heal In, and that was a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. But bangers, clangers, <laughs> yeah. song, addictive songs that combine a ratchet beat-based <laughs> electric sound. I mean, that was doing it for me this week. <laughs> and then I guess I was with my topic of Kiss'em, the, the one lone... Uh, non-ratchet-based electronic sound. That's right. All right, well, we'll catch you guys next week. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all. Good night.